0: back to XP Waste, where
1: skis are, in fact, the best way to traverse a rooftop. I'm Michael. And I am back. If you're new around here, hello, we're at RuneScape Podcast, but you probably knew that because you probably searched RuneScape or old school RuneScape Podcast. So welcome, you found the right place. If you're not new around here, I'd like to extend a big thank you to Lease Dills, and Scape for podcasting in my place whilst I have been gone. But let me tell you, I'm back for the long haul, baby. I'm not going <laughs> anywhere. He's back, everyone. I am. I am. I have returned finally. It's been a long couple of weeks. Uh I don't even remember how many it's been. 20 something days I think I've been gone. 3 weeks. Yeah. I I I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we left uh we left on the 9th and we came back on the 26th and then I got back to my like apartment with all my gaming stuff on the 28th. So nice yeah we're and then you had like three days to recover from jet lag before today yeah i don't know you said you didn't really have it i i I didn't i've never really had jet lag so to speak unless Mm -hmm. i don't know what jet lag feels like because like when we arrive in some of these places like we left detroit at like nine o'clock at night when we left Mm -hmm. on the ninth and then when we arrived in Paris, it was like, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, something like that, because of the time change. It was a six-hour mm-hmm. jump ahead. And I don't remember yeah. what time exactly we got there. And then we flew to um, Copenhagen from there, and we just pressed on for the entire day. I mean, we went to bed early for me. Like, relatively speaking, it was early for me. We Went to bed at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. But, you know, as far as like feeling jet lag, not so much. I don't think it hit me until i got home that i was just like feeling really tired for absolutely no reason you know i think that's what jet lag is <laughs> but it wasn't like in the middle of the day you oh, know it's oh. just like it's weird for me to be like all right it's ten thirty. i want to go to bed like that doesn't uh, happen for me very often ever yeah. um and it's also weird to wake up at, you know, quarter to eight in the morning and be like, all right, I feel refreshed. Let's get the day started. That is not how I roll. So yeah. <laughs> for me, it's it's been just weird, I suppose. Um, it happened to me last night, too. And I've been home for quite a while. I don't even know what I did yesterday. But I was very tired at, like, midnight. And I woke up today at, like, quarter to 11. Just slept straight through. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. We're we're feeling it but we're we're getting we're, we're back we're here we finally hopped on runescape again last night uh because i did not play this game at all i think i logged in twice for literally 10 seconds a piece just to make sure my main account was still in the right spot like i think that is <laughs> the only reason why i got online i was like am i still good it's been not however long yeah pretty much i'm like well i'm still sitting here at the inferno bank that means we're all good i think the second time i checked my bank and i was like just in case and my bank was still good i'm like all right cool we're good to go and then uh that's been the extent of runescaping i've done for the last like month i feel like nice (laughs) did you just not have time to play or didn't really want to play on Um, mobile and stuff I mean, it was it was a little bit of both. I, I will say, Michael and I were talking about this before we started. The two grinds that I've been working on suck. So, like, not doing those on vacation felt pretty good. Um, so, th- it was partly like I don't really want to thieve and I definitely can't do a mobile Inferno. The other side of it was you know, not everywhere has great Wi-Fi or great service. You know, we do... We do international service when we go. So we, like, pay AT&T to give us, uh, like, service wherever we go. So we don't have to worry about, like, only being in a hot spot. If you've ever traveled as a as a U.S. citizen to another country, particularly Europe, you probably know that, like, you can't text, call, or get Snapchats unless you either have the international data or are in Wi-Fi. The latter is a pain in the ass to find, Um mm-hmm. So we just did the data, but even so, it doesn't work everywhere. Like we took a train from Berlin to Prague, and then we took another train from Prague to Vienna two like opportune RuneScape times, and my phone didn't work the whole time. Oh, damn. So it's like, all right, I could use the, the train Wi-Fi, which isn't great. Yeah. Or I could just, you know, play Stardew Valley on my Switch, and then like downtime at the hotel... I kind of existed, but not really. Because a lot of the downtime was like, let's shower, let's rest, let's recuperate. Because, I mean, we came all this way. I'm not just going to sit in my room and play RuneScape. Like, I'm probably right. going to take a shower and, uh, hell, probably take a nap. Once we got to London, if I had 40 minutes to myself, I was sleeping. Because, like, yeah. holy, I was tired. But, yeah, no, didn't play a whole lot. Mostly out of, like, physically couldn't. And then also partly because, like felt nice to not do what I'm doing right now, which is lasagna logging at Artie Nights on the main and MLM on the groupie. So oh, nice. nice uh it was a nice little nice little break from that. But yeah. What have you been up to this past week, Michael? I've been I've been hearing some of the updates, some of the GIM updates on the podcast, and I'm still in our GIM group chat. So I'm <laughs> I'm curious, yeah. like what how's how's that been going? It's been it's been really good. I'm I'm on the
0: Barrows group glove grind that's a mouthful to say the barrow's glove grind and um i've got i'm nearly there like i've got two more quests desert treasure and horror from the deep which i i honestly should have done by the time this episode comes out i think i am editing this one again so maybe not um maybe next weekend but i i'll have barrow's gloves within like a couple weeks from now it's just going to be a matter of like the other quest points that i need because i'm at before i get Desert Treasure and Horror from the Deep done, I'm at like 134 quest points, and you need 175. Mm -hmm. So I've still got like six or seven free-to-play quests, which give a lot of quest points. And then of like the top 10 quests that give a lot of quest points, I've done a handful of them, and then the rest of them are like Grandmaster quests that I can't do. So it's going to take grinding out the one and two quest point quests, to get the remaining like 40 quest points that I need. And a lot of those are gonna come from the sub quest from RFD too. So
1: have you not started RFD at all?
0: I started it to get the bank chest in mm-hmm. Lumbridge, but that's it. Um, TMD keeps getting on to me, he's like, Why don't you just get like dragon gloves? Why you just get rune gloves? I'm like, Yeah, I mean I could, but I'm kind of excited just to do all of RFD in one sitting because mm-hmm. I've never done that before. And so to be able to go the way it was intended, to just knock it all out, it seems like fun one after the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Rune Gloves would be nice, and they probably would hold me over for a while. Uh, but I want to go straight to Barrow's Gloves. Um, I did Legends Quest, so I got the Best in Slot cape from 2005. <laughs> and I've been rocking that. Like, it's, it's only slightly worse than the Arty cloak, which has been my Best in slightly, Slot cape. Slightly
1: and, better or slightly worse? I hope it's not slightly worse. Did I say better? It's, it's slightly worse. Sorry. It actually. Hold on. Wait. It actually is worse.
0: The Legends Cape. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah it's, wow. it's just very
0: know. slightly worse. Like Artie Cape is a little bit better. Like in some stats. And then Artie Cape has a better prayer bonus. So,
1: and also a teleport.
0: That I mean that too. Yeah. Well, I, I guess still, does I the still... Legends
1: Cape have a teleport? Can you teleport with the Legends Cape, or is that just the Myth Cape? <laughs> no, just the Myth Cape. Well, that's. <laughs> I, we got imagine? some. We got some diamond bolty in in the chest, I Michael. Know. You just gotta get a fire cape. It's time. That's that's. I'm
0: leading up to that. So after I get my barrows gloves, the next very next thing I'm gonna do is get a fire cape. Uh, I was streaming last night. Today's Sunday. I stream on Saturdays, and I was joking because I had a medium clue in my in my inventory, and I was like, I'm gonna do this clue, and if I get ranger boots, I'm dropping everything, and I'm gonna just do a fire cape run right now. And I, spoiler, didn't get didn't get ranger boots. <laughs> scammed But it is definitely, well, here I'll ask you this then. Should I get my fire cape before I get my bear's gloves? Would it help at all with any of the boss fights or does it matter?
1: I mean, it's it's probably not going to matter a whole lot. It's not the strength bonus is nice, but it's not like you have a lot of other strength bonus gear to really like, you know, add a bunch of max hits or anything like that. If you had like full Torva and an Avernic, but a Legends cape. I'd be smacking you with a stale baguette, telling you to get a fire cape, but like, you sure. gotta fight, you gotta fight a torso and, like, room plate legs, and if I remember correctly, a majority of the bosses that you fight, at least in the final boss fight, you don't fight with melee. Like, I okay. think you maybe fight one or two of them with melee, and then there's the good old gelatinoth mother, <laughs> who you have to throw everything, including the kitchen sink at, to kill. But... <laughs> Nice. I don't. I I remember using a lot of mage when I got Barrow's gloves. So okay. I mean, so it wouldn't make a difference then. It 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 might on like a micro efficiency level, but I mean, it's XP waste. Is that really I'm, what we strive for here? <laughs> you're talking to the guy that's wearing a legendscape by choice. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's chosen to downgrade his back slot <laughs> piece of equipment. But I mean, I think you'll be right. fine. I think Barrow's gloves are probably going to be better. At Jad, anyway, I know TMD right. brought up a point of like where God van braces for the prayer mm-hmm. bonus at that point, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the faster you can kill the things leading up to Jad, the better, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't but know. Prayer's not really a, a huge issue for me because, mm-hmm. like, I have three hundred and fifty
0: dragon bones in my bank right now. I can, I and I can just go and get those prayer levels because I think that's going to get me to sixty,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and at that point, sixty prayer is quite a bit more than I had last time because I think I literally had 43 mm-hmm. sending it last time. So it's, uh, it's going to be a bunch a bunch easier. And we actually have a decent supply of prayer potions. I'm not trying to like hoard them. I have 60 in my bank right now. Holy, so, like, that's... I
1: have two. What? Um, I've been yeah, gone for a long some. time. <laughs> Holy.
0: <laughs> yeah, TMD gave me a, a boatload of renars because I was trying to get herb lore for Legends Quest. Mm-hmm. So Nice. He gave me a ton of runes. And the man's like almost 95. Far- he's 88 farming. Like he's going. He's going. Killing it. He's going. <laughs> I think he's going to have the first 99 on the account unless I somehow just drop what I'm doing, get a blowpipe from Zora, and then you have to drop what you're doing and get 99 fire making. Then I think
1: he's going to be the first one with the 99 and it's probably going to be farming because the man... Loves to farm. <laughs> of course, I looked, my dumb ass once again. This is the problem with multi logging. I looked over and was like, oh, I'm 94 farming. What the fk? And that's, yeah, that's not your meaning. Yeah. Which I have to do a farm run. I literally have done nothing, folks. Remember, I said, I got 99 cooking, I can train. I got 99 farming. I have not earned a single point of experience between July 9th and July 29th, probably. <laughs> Did not do wow. anything. Literally logged in to make sure I hadn't been hacked and I'm pretty sure I gave you guys the off to get on the groupie to make Diamond yep. Bolts E, and that's yep. it. But I went back on the groupie. I think somebody was logged in for maybe five minutes, literally to make Diamond Bolts, put them in the chest, and then leave. And then get out of there. <laughs> they, I think it was TMD, the man, this is how we know he's a king. I think I was running agility at Sears Village Agility Course. He got back on the agility course and logged out where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. I, I was running agility. I hadn't logged into that account the whole time. So yeah. That's awesome.
0: Unless he jumped up on the course.
1: No, I then, was I was doing agility. Oh, you, that's what I was You're the
0: only you're the only one who can make the bolts. I think. Yeah. yeah. So he would have that's awesome. He probably would have completed
1: to, the course and then got gotten back, back on me. the course. Yeah. Wow. So
0: what a what a man. What a
1: man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun. Um I, I've
0: I, I think I mentioned it with somebody, I can't remember. I think it was Dill's. It might have been Scape. Anyway, I have like a year of membership on both of my accounts. So like there's zero pressure to to play one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's whatever I'm feeling. Like, there's been days that I've been like, well, for instance, recording these podcasts without Oxy. I've been playing my Group Iron Man on some of them. And then others, I've been playing on my main. So it really makes no difference to me. And I think that's been kind of relieving. So if you can somehow secure months and months and months of membership on both accounts you have it'll make it less stressful because i found in the past like i've always kept monthly recurring membership on my main account Mm -hmm. but i've always been the kind of person to to buy a bond when i need it to play my other alt accounts Mm -hmm. and that's always just so stressful because you're like well now i don't even think i can play my main because i need i i need to play these two weeks to to make this six mil worth it because right now bonds are actually 6.8 mil they're so expensive it's almost like a dollar per mil from jagex Jesus. so if you wanted to buy money do it ethically <laughs> it would be worth it
1: yeah i'm just, I'm just saying so Sir, michael we are gonna use the xp waste to add money and you and i are gonna be kitted out for raids three <laughs> let's go baby <laughs> Shout out to Anchor for sponsoring today's podcast. Thank you, Anchor, for our for us. Shout out to Anchor for getting Michael and I ancestral and Torva for TOA. Hell yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I don't even know. I don't think we have enough that, that. I don't think we have that much
2: money. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Have the, tra- do
1: you have to. You the the eight dollars we have in our advertising account isn't enough to <laughs> no. isn't enough to buy full Torva twice? Come Listen, we'll treat ourselves to a, a a full meal at Taco Bell each, and then we'll call it a day. Well, all right. How much is a full meal for you at Taco Bell? Because like, if I'm really hungry, that's a fifteen dollar bill right there. Like, that's I I never spend more than like
0: eight bucks max because I always either I always get a couple things from the value menu, so like. Uh, Mm -hmm. a cheesy bean and rice burrito beefy double whatever it is or i'll go with whatever five dollar box they have so usually it's just like the five dollar craving box or whatever Mm -hmm. new item they're pushing lately it's it's actually not been five dollars which i'm kind of mad at taco bell for it's like the the cravings box and it's 750 i'm like Mm -hmm. you guys are steering far away from whatever (laughs) made you special The light (laughs) of the taco bell gods
1: yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i not a big $5 cravings box kind of guy, only because, and this might spark a little controversy, like the cranberry sauce, the tacos from Taco Bell taste like ass. I don't really? like them. I love Taco Bell. It's one of my, if not my, absolute favorite fast food places, which, mm-hmm. fun fact, they don't have any of in Europe. Oh. There is not a single Taco Bell that I have come across in my entire time we've been to I think we went to eight different countries in 18 days and not a single Taco Bell, not even in an wow. airport. So, Oh, keep that in mind. Um, but I think <laughs> it's the rarity. tacos tastes like ass. I don't like the ground beef that Taco Bell uses just period. I've never really been a huge fan of it, the chicken, yeah. the steak, and anytime they make, uh, God, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, here, try two of our new, um, whatever things, and someone was like, "How do I know if I like them?" And Taco Bell's like, "Does it matter? You're gonna buy them anyway." <laughs> like, that's yeah, it pro-
0: probably. It doesn't matter, you know. Taco Bell one of those interesting places that they they have a vi- like a wide variety of things, but it, it boils down to the same ingredients. Like, mm-hmm. you have a tortilla, you have meat, you have cheese, and that's that's your basis. And then you add rice and beans and some sort of sauce. But that's the combination. That's like the ingredients for half of the stuff on the menu. It's just prepared differently. Some things yeah. are grilled. Some things have, you know, like the crunch wrap. It's basically a taco, but you have like a little crunchy thing in there. So it, it works. So anytime that you have something new, I'm just like, is this just marketing to sell the same ingredients for more because it's new? Like the Mexican pizza. It's not good. And you could probably make that at home for about the same, but it's like $7. It's not, I mean,
1: it's not the best thing on the (laughs) menu, but like, you know, uh, to me, it comes down to, it's even more broad than that. It's either beef or it's chicken. That's just where Mm. it is at Taco Bell. I don't love their beef. I'll make an exception for the steak, but the steak is always unreasonably expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like try this new quesadilla three fifty for chicken or eight fifty for steak. Like, no, not gonna do Why that. Why is there such a premium on beef? <laughs> but the ground beef is like, here, we'll give it to you. We'll pay you to eat the ground beef. How's that? <laughs> so it's I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's it's weird. I don't know how we got on this topic. You know, a new person just found this episode today and it's like, These sons of bitches said this was a RuneScape podcast. Runescape podcast? Oh, you forgot to mention the tangents, Oxy oh Dang it. <laughs> yeah by the way we get very easily distracted on this show um yeah but it's kind of our thing it is and i haven't spoken
0: to oxy in 29 days so that's not entirely true have we talked i think we talked one time we in chatted, we chatted i literally was
1: a ghost <laughs> in vc i have not joined a public vc in three weeks probably Yeah, we've talked via Snapchat and text, but like... I was going to say, we've Snapchatted a (laughs) shitload. I'm still in the GIM Discord that I have read. I read all the messages. I just often don't... I feel like it's just me and and Team D's, like, PMs (laughs) at this point. At this point, yes. Recently, that's what it has been. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are killing another group Iron Man. Yeah, because, like, I'm not logging into the GIM on my phone to do anything, so... (laughs) But yeah. we're here. We're back. We're home. We're back on our bullshit. We're lasagna logging. Yeah, we're here for it. I we're doing I it. Yes. Yeah. We're yeah ripping ourselves away from Stardew Valley and Ark, and Aww. we're playing playing some RuneScape. Yo, speaking of Stardew Valley, um, we got my wife a computer,
0: a PC. I don't know if I. Told you or showed you pictures or anything, but like you did not. She's That's got a new. fully
1: okay. f- a fully fledged PC, and well, uh, yeah. she's been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. So you setting it up in the same room as you or no? No, no. She's got it in her office. Nice, yeah, nice. I'll send you a picture after this. Nice. Yeah, she's. So what happened was Prime Day, and
0: I don't even think I told you this. Prime Day happened, and on a whim, I just bought a 3060 graphics card. Yeah. Um. I was like, I and i don't know if it's actually helping with the editing but you know i'm mm-hmm. i I'm trying to make myself feel better so I got, I got a 3060 graphics card i got 32 gigs of ram and i just had these old components sitting around now so like mm-hmm. i had 16 gigs of ram i had a 2060 super and she was the conversation kind of got sparked after she was on the podcast and we were talking about gaming and you know all that kind of stuff so she was looking at getting a laptop a gaming laptop And it kind of just happened that it was going to be around the same price to get her an actual PC that's upgradable versus a gaming laptop that is harder to upgrade, but still can kind of be. So all she needed was a motherboard a processor and a power supply and a couple other things got fans and stuff, but I had an old case laying around so like she got it almost for she got it pretty cheaply, which is great. But yeah, I'll send you pictures after this. But she's been playing... The whole point of that was <laughs> she's been playing Stardew Valley.
1: Hell yeah. A little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. I'm playing it on my Switch, though, not my PC. Yeah, so. she has it for Switch, too, but she prefers the PC. I don't know. It's it controls, I guess, are easier. That's what I've heard, but I'm about to start year four on my Switch. So I'm not about to jump ship and start that all over again. So damn, we're committed to the Switch life now, I suppose. <laughs> you know what
0: throws me off with that game is that every 10 minutes is like four seconds real life yeah it's like you must be walking very slow to only make it from one side of your house to the other and it took you 30 minutes yeah (laughs) but in real life it took like eight seconds I'm,
1: I'm working on, me off. I'm, I'm working on getting those teleporters that you can just like bounce back and forth between parts what? of your parts of your farm. But that's a thing? Yeah, that's end game shit. Damn. So the Stardew Valley endgame is surprisingly intricate after the mm. recent update, like last year or something like that. I was nice. I thought it was just gonna be make money and farm and call it good, and then it's like, all right, congratulations, you've beat the main part of the game. Here's Stardew Valley 2. Like that's Ooh. pretty much what it's like. So it's a that's lot of fun. Fog. Yeah. Damn,
0: there's a green stack of Marks of Grace on the ground right now. That's cool. What? Artie just poops out Marks of Grace if you've never ran the Artie course. So the, the whole time we've been talking, which is 20 minutes, I've gotten 10 Marks of Grace. God damn. So one every two minutes. So just 100K sitting on the ground right there. It's really good. If it's a good moneymaker if you up. need it. You don't have to. Um, they, they just sit there indefinitely.
1: <laughs> so you're just letting them stack up forever. <laughs>
0: uh until you log out yeah if you log out then bye bye (laughs) Bye. so you i pick them up every 10 just because i don't want to dc and lose them Mm -hmm. but i i just let them sit there you don't really have to pick them up it's a weird mechanic i don't know why it's like that and it's not like that on any other course because they just don't despawn i'm not i'm not trying to push the limits of the the time but i just know like we've been talking for 20 minutes and they're still there
1: so it might be thirty. Some instance areas are thirty minutes like that. I don't know. Who That's knows? True. Maybe true, true, they true. just never go away.
0: Maybe I'll Google it. I'll, I'll I'll satiate my curiosity with a Google. A
1: Google search. What a sentence right there! What a twenty first century sentence that was. <laughs> Holy! You should use it in your everyday life because it's it's quite nice. Yeah, let me satiate my curiosity with a Google search. <laughs> yes, yes. What are we talking about today? We're talking about a whole lot of things on a very kind of superficial level again. So mm. kind of getting back to reality and getting reacclimated with the world of runescape that I have been away from for what feels like an eternity. Uh, you're a runescape player. You understand what I mean? Uh, yeah. a lot of things have happened. Uh, they have updated the C plus plus client, which again, still don't use because that's <laughs> nope, on nope, steam nope. don't use the steam client unless it's on the jagex launcher i'm not entirely sure uh i uh, haven't checked the jagex launcher to to find out um yeah. but they've could... updated the heck out of that it is there's a whole lot of like room light features now i'm pretty certain they've added what did they add this week or these past couple of weeks michael they added blast furnace helper clue helper cannon hud which has actually
0: been amazing because I did a Slayer task. I did Bloodvelds on, on mobile. And that was pretty pog to have the cannon um, show you how many cannonballs are left. And like it doesn't necessarily show you where to put it like it does on Rune Light. But it definitely tells you it, once it's going to despawn and how many cannonballs are left. Mm-hmm. Uh, herbivore helper, hunter trap timers, and tears of Guthix timers. That is the full list of things they added last week. The biggest one, though i think a lot of people are talking about is the clue scroll helper being kind of controversial so do you know have you have you read into it do you know anything about the clue scroll helper
1: this went when i say completely over my head like i saw a tweet one day or an instagram post or whatever it was that jagex tweeted something about a guy running after a clue scroll somewhere i thought they maybe were doing like another crack the clue event i'm like oh for raids three that's awesome. Yeah, And then it turns out they just added a Clue Helper plugin, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. really up in the air about it. I don't know. It's kind of same.
0: I mean, on one hand, I'm actually very excited because it's bringing the quality of life. like It's bringing old school RuneScape into the modern age where you have a vanilla client, you have a, a C++ client that nobody really cares to play unless you're like very like the only reason i think people would actually choose that over something like runelight or hdos is because you're against the idea of a third-party client and you've got it in your mind that it's like it's cheating so now you're bringing your quality of life into the steam client or the c client which again some people might use it i've for the same reasons that oxy doesn't use it i've been hesitant to try it out but to me, it's like, I know how it's going to feel. It's, it's old school RuneScape with less quality of life plugins. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. And I don't need to try it out to know that. So the, the, the controversy, I think, comes with how it works in the game. So one thing that I, that I have heard, I ha- again, I haven't tried it, but I have heard that like for Charlie the Tramp and what is the other one? Sherlock? The clue helper will actually tell you what you need Or tell you what the step is before you even get there. So, for instance, if Charlie's going to ask you to make a leather chaps, it's going to tell you in the clue helper, "Oh, Charlie wants leather chaps. Go talk to him." So you can literally just like instead of going south of Verok, grabbing the clue from Charlie, figuring out what he needs, and then going and getting it, you can just have it ready, and that step takes way less time. Now, I have heard that that's because the like it's coded on the server side whereas the one for for is just client side so like they don't know that information until your character interacts mm-hmm. with the npc is why RuneLight doesn't have the uh, the info before you get there so it's a little controversial in that in that regard um, because that's like that's if we're talking apples to apples like that's an obvious improvement and it could lead one to to suspect is Jagex like intentionally making the plugins better to one day take people away from RuneLite? Just the same way that it happened with OS Buddy. Like OS Buddy and RuneLite were exactly the same. Apples to apples, they're a client, right? But RuneLite started adding features for free that were more enticing, that were better than OS Buddy's. And so everybody jumped ship on OS Buddy, and now. The main one is is Runelite. So, like, you got to think from a developer standpoint. You have your own client, but nobody uses it. Well, how do you get people to use it? Like, I'm thinking business terms here. Like, they're sitting in a meeting. They're like, guys, we have to figure out how we're gonna get people to play on our client because, say, they add microtransactions one day, they're gonna potentially be able to advertise that kind of stuff on their own client. Like, I can't foresee. It's easy to implement things that you want uh if your client or the majority of your player base is playing on a third party client that's the whole the whole point to this is like a majority of their player base is not even on the home client so i'll take my tinfoil hat off now and we can (laughs) we can talk about it but that's my that's my thoughts on it
1: i don't know if it's as tinfoil-y as you might think um the the thing with that is I i have two points the first being I I guess like as far as the clue scroll helper plugin specifically, it's never been in the main game and clues in the main game are kind of difficult to solve without it, whether it's the puzzles Mm -hmm. or the anagrams or the coordinate clues, you know, some of the riddles are fun to solve. But like I ain't got time to whip out my sextant like I did back in the day. So I use it on room light because it's nice, but at the same time, if it's implemented into the main game, what's the fucking point of having a clue scroll? What's the fucking point of the challenge if they're just going to tell me oh. how to solve it in the main game? It's optional. I think that's the point. It's of like, course it's this is... optional, but now it's gone from a client that is completely optional to the main client, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. that they want people to use. Mm-hmm. So... What's the point? The second thing is they may want more people to play on their C plus plus client for whatever reason, which I don't understand. It's not like a mobile game where their ads, you know, they're dependent on ads to survive at this point. Jagex and old school RuneScape, I don't think make a boatload of money on people people playing on their client because if they mm-hmm. did, Runelite just wouldn't exist. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But if you're trying to convince people that your client is now suddenly better, at what point are you going to look at yourself and be like, all right, it's too little, too late? Mm. Like, cool. You're, now. <laughs> you're finally starting to catch up on features that players have been used to for like five years. And you want me to jump ship without bank tags, without tile markers, without any sort of indicators that I have set up on roomlight without any keywords, nothing like that. You want me mm-hmm. to move to a new client to play the exact same game where that's the opposite of quality of life for me. Oh yeah. Like until I don't even know if I would ever leave rude light as is because it's so, it's weird to say that it's so like anti quality of life for me to move to the C client as it is. Even moving to HDOS is anti quality of life. I follow the people who make HDOS the HDOS devs and all that who who are making it look awesome and wow does it look awesome and sometimes i log in and i'll do slayer tasks or i'll do a boss just for fun because wow that was like peak runescape for me Mm -hmm. the minute i go to gear for something else i'm right back to runelight because i know what i need but like at this point it's just inconvenient to dig through my tabs yeah you know i'm trying to get a certain number of kills per hour it's It's kind of a pain to have to switch off and find everything where like the Runelite bank organizer plugin, which like, go ahead and add that, I guess, Jagex. That lets me like click, 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 fill my inventory exactly as I would have it for any boss or any encounter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not it's too little too late at this point. Like I I applaud them for trying because at the end of the day, if they fix the client, they're probably going to fix a lot of things within the game that need to be fixed. So, there's no wrong that can come from them fixing the C++ client or making vanilla RuneScape not shitty. Mm -hmm. But, what do they really hope to accomplish? Which leads to the tinfoil hat point of They're doing this because they're going to shut RuneLight down. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen because how do you think they're making all these plugins? Who do you think is helping them make these plugins? Adam from RuneLight. How do you think? What? How do you think they're doing all this stuff without the help of people at RuneLight? Right?
0: Well, the ideas, all the ideas for these came from RuneLight. And it's not even necessarily Adam himself. Like, a lot of the quality of life stuff that we use in this game is from the plugin hub which is community based. So like QuestHelper was not Adam. Um, I, but you that- know what
1: I mean. He's he runs the project. He's the one helping yeah. them transfer the code into whatever they needed to. Yeah. He may yeah. not have made the plugins himself, but like if you run the operation, obviously you're going to help people do whatever. I think of all the things Shagex could do to cause a mass exodus we're talking like if they released a statement one day that was like, Hey, we've updated the C plus plus client. And with it, you all knew it was happening. Rune going to get shut down. In my opinion, that's like an EOC level exodus from old school runescape. I agree because yeah, hundred percent. That's the dumbest shit that I would have ever heard in my whole life. That's also kind of sad too. Like, you made them help you all this time, and then you t- shut the client down like for why yeah. <laughs> what i I kind of imagine they're doing it for a new player experience, which I suppose we can get into. that's kind of a nice shift into what they kind of chat about in The Gazette, which I think is pretty mm-hmm. cool. I did have one more point if you don't mind. The last thought I have on this is when we're
0: thinking about future content, so let's just say that. Herbivore was going to be released next week. Mm-hmm. Well, they just added the Herbivore helper. So does that mean for future content they're taking into account how difficult it is to see little tracks on the floor and they're going to think about it like okay, well, if we're just going to have to make a helper for this plugin or like if we're going to just gonna make a if we're just going to have to make a plugin to make this easier, why don't we just make it easier? And then in the future you run into, well now this looks like you know uh, a game that a preschooler could play because the tracks are ten feet wide. Because I don't know, just uh, I'm struggling with how to word this question or, or to word I, this statement. Other than I to know, say, I know
1: what you're, I know what you're saying. though, yeah. yeah, because if you're if you're designing content that you as both a developer and let's be honest, a player who let's be honest is using fucking rune uh, if you're developing this piece of content that you know is like a plugin is going to come out for it, a legal plugin is going to be released for it, why are you going to make it in such a way that it needs a plugin to be? Needs a with? plugin.
0: That's exactly that, right.
1: Yeah. That does lead to two issues of it's too easy or it's too boring. Yeah. Zalcano is a lot of fun. Zalcano is something that plugins are super helpful, or you can see the rocks falling, or you can see what... um. What node is lit up next, which I'm not actually sure if that client or that plugin still exists in whatever. Because after they did the big purge, I didn't go back to Zalcano because I'm like, I'm not sure if this plugin is legal. Uh-huh. Yeah. But without the plugin, Zalcano is still a good time. I don't think some of these things would be as enjoyable if instead of having to look for a track or instead of having to find an item, I was just presented with like a neon square on the ground of where to of where to find it exactly right which so then it turns into well this is far too easy and this is dead content immediately unless it's so rewarding that you can't not do it or it's like fishing trawler level boring (laughs)
0: like (laughs) yeah and that's the kind of the point is like i mean you can't you can't do herbivore without it it's very much doable without it like whenever i was playing on my main account for the skill of the week i was doing a lot of herbivore and at some point I, i told myself I'm gonna turn this plugin off because if I ever wanna do this on my, in my, on my iPad, it's gonna be very difficult to transition from the mindset of looking for little squares on the ground to now I have to I actually have to look at the little tracks. But that's, that mindset is no more because now
1: on mobile, you have the Herpibor helper. So, but, but let me ask you this, how much did having the plugin versus not having the plugin change the experience? It made it more uh, AFK to have the plugin because literally you just
0: it had the little you just literally look at the minimap mm-hmm. like the minimap had the little tiles that you needed to walk to. It was all very bright. You didn't have to really squint to see which way the, mm-hmm. the tracks were going. All of the things you had to click were highlighted. So it just made it more AFK, I think. Whereas on a tiny little screen, herbivores, it was very hard to to do on mobile mm-hmm. it's just like less accessible versus on the computer and there's there's definitely a part of me that was like i'd rather do this on my computer so i'm just not going to do it right now mm-hmm. but now now that they have it on now they have it on mobile it's like yeah i could feasibly do this so it, it just goes back to there i think the developers are going to struggle now to make content like herbivore in the future which kind
1: of sucks because I don't you know I don't know if they'll struggle to make that kind of content in the future. I think they'll struggle to make content that has competitive XP rates for a bajillion different reasons, but let's look at herbivore specifically. Why does the plugin exist? The player base isn't blind and the player base isn't stupid. We mm-hmm. can find the little dots on the ground but it's a pain in the ass sometimes. So we're just gonna highlight it and make it a little bit easier, just a little bit easier. So it's a little bit more AFK. Why do players give a shit if it's AFK? Because they're gonna do this activity for the next several hundred hours. Yeah, someone who's just starting Herbivore Probably thinks it's awesome. I've never done herbivore on my main account before. I have uh-huh. uh, 112K till 80. So maybe Ooh. I'll get that by the end of next year. Who knows? Um, I've never done herbivore on my main account before. If I had never done herbivore, period, never done it on leagues, never seen my friends do it, it's a cool concept. You track something all over this prehistoric island, and then you get rewarded with potentially high-level herbs. And with 90 herbivore, I'm probably going to make a little bit of good money. Not the best money in the game by any means, but maybe I'll snag a torso or a Snapdragon here and there. That's not mm-hmm. too bad. When I'm 500 KC deep, I don't really want to do that anymore. So the quality of life in the AFK doesn't come from, oh, this activity is so difficult. I need to make it a little bit easier. It's I need to make it a little more brain dead so I can power through it. The devs, who again are also Runescape players, know that this game takes a quadrillion years to finish. "Quote unquote." You're what eight thousand hours deep or something? Five thousand hours deep, and you're still five hundred. <laughs> yeah, you're still like six months away from maxing at the current yeah. rate that you're playing. Like yeah, probably another five or six hundred hours. Exactly. Like that's that's a lot of work, and they know that. So what I think it's going to kind of stray them away from even further is if it needs a plug-in it needs a plug-in for one of two reasons it's too difficult or it's the best xp available or some of the better xp rates available and it needs uh and like an assistant so to speak it needs an herbivore yeah. plug it needs i can't even think of another another example off the top of my head you know well, he added a blast furnace helper A blast furnace what what do you mean helper at blast
0: furnace uh it says it allows you to enable objects highlight objects you might interact with on the blast furnace you can also keep the tabs on key info like items currently in the melting pot in the dispenser for the amount of money in the coffer so like your basic things that are in runelight highlight when you click the dispenser or like highlight for the dispenser highlight for the things you take the or the the bars out of how many bars are in there and how much
1: money is your coffer that's so. So things that should be there normally. Yeah, yeah. that for me is a, that leads back to the too little, too late point. Find me an MMO that isn't old school RuneScape that doesn't have that basic information about what you're doing. Yeah. Now some newer MMOs do fall flat a little bit. I've heard New World, which I never played, but New World, um, when it first started, was super popular. I'd be hard pressed to believe that it didn't have basic menu features. Although from what I hear, it was also a shit show to develop (laughs) and a shit show to play when it first came out. So it wouldn't really surprise me. However, I don't know. I just think that's not what's the point. Like, I'm glad you guys are improving the client, but like, there's no way you believe that adding something that should have been there to begin with is suddenly going to bring players back. And I know the mindset was different way back in the day. The mindset was more like you've got to struggle together to get some of these things done. And that's kind of why people mm. like the nostalgic MMO vibe a little bit. But yeah. I don't know, man.
0: I think the thing that I may be missing and we're missing altogether is what troll brought up in the recording booth chat is that a large part of this is it's, it makes their mobile client usable. It makes mobile, a usable way to play runescape mm-hmm. to play old school runescape because if you're on mobile you're in the stone ages before their newest client um you're basically in the stone ages you're forced to play vanilla it's very very hard to do anything other than like run laps at agility and even that was tedious because like i don't know if you know this but like
1: the hit boxes are the click boxes are different <laughs> sometimes you tap the wrong spot 15 times in dude. a dude you've run the sears village course Twenty five hundred times in your time playing Runescape, but for some reason you can't click on the damn tightrope correctly. (laughs) Like I am this close to tweeting Mod Ash on Twitter
0: and asking him if we can make the rock the climb up on the the monkey agility course. The one of the last steps is you climb up this little rock encampment thing, Mm -hmm. and on the mobile client, it's literally just the tiny little rocks that are clickable. Nothing else. But on RuneLight, that almost the whole path is clickable. So like you have to zoom in each time you want to get up that little ledge, and it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. It's very annoying. Like I found myself tap, 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 tap at least 10 or 15 times where where you would think that it's the right spot um just to click it. So I guess it, it's it's best to look at it in the lens of they're adding these things for mobile players who are already playing RuneLight as their main and now they just have their, you know, they have their favorite features on a mobile client rather than, I guess, focusing on this is going to be used on C++, like the Steam client. Because I, I would love to see the numbers. If they, if somebody could show me the numbers of this is how many active users are using the Steam client specifically. I
1: think that information is public. We could, we could find it if we really wanted to do some digging. We could find it and put it <laughs> up on screen. But we could, surely we could. Yeah.
0: Do I'd be very, very interested because my my expectations with that is that it's low. I'd be very surprised if it was high. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, mobile clients, obviously important. Nothing wrong with upgrading the mobile client. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with them adding these features. I just don't think it's going to drag people away from room light. But you bring up a good point that maybe that's not the point to begin with. You know, it would be uber yeah. shitty if they took room light away. Again... EOC level Exodus, if they did that, because that would, oh boy, as a RuneLight player, that would be tough. Would Um, you
0: stay if they said RuneLight's gone? You can only play on the mobile, or you can only play on the Steam? Like in a perfect world, they fixed it. Like you're not in jeopardy of being hacked easily through Steam. Like take all that out of it. And they said RuneLight's gone. And add to this that there's a lot of caveats. Uh the other caveat is they've added a lot of the features from RuneLight. They got it to a point where they more or less are clones of the same thing. Maybe there's a, a couple
1: that you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Would you would you quit? I mean I don't know if quitting is the right word. I don't think if you're listening to a RuneScape podcast, back me up here. Is it possible to quit at this point? Like <laughs> like is it possible to truly truly no. I feel like at this point we're lifers. For 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 old, for oh, old yeah. school. So if they did I'm it,
0: playing this game until the server shut down. Yeah, like that's I don't. The only thing that's going to stop me.
1: I don't think I would leave out of spite. I I don't think I'd be one to leave. But then again, I have forty five hundred hours logged, and I'm pushing one of the biggest achievements. In what I see is like one of the biggest gaming achievements ever to get the Infernal mm-hmm. Cape. Like I I'm. It would be hard for me to be like, alright, time to become a Stardew Valley podcaster now, or time to become a Halo podcast, like... Because that game's doing so well, the epitome of first-person disappointment. Um, it would be Roblox, for sure. I think we would switch to switch to Roblox. A game I've never even gone to the Steam page for, let alone <laughs> played. Uh, but, I, I just like... I don't know how much I would enjoy it in the short to medium term, because... When we say like, oh, they add a lot of plugins, people immediately think, oh, Clue Helper, Quest Helper, blah blah blah. Like you're
0: thinking the little
1: stuff. This it's the little stuff that we don't even know is a fucking plugin. Yeah, it's one of those like go back to the Menu vanilla client. Go to the vanilla client like six months ago, and then open <laughs> Roomlet on a different account and be like, wait a second, that's not a vanilla feature. Things yeah. like that that I think would be would be a big detriment i think even like the bank alone would be i'd have such a hard time i'd have to reorganize my entire bank no i think they took because you brought it up away you brought it up earlier like
0: bank tags is a big one but i really think that jagex they could develop a way to make the bank more usable i don't foresee that it's very hard they could but the question
1: is would they if that was the case
0: i think they will i i honestly think that that's one
1: thing that they will probably do because of mobile i'm sure they will but they say down the line in this gillan gazette that you and i are looking at um that one of the big things they want to prioritize is ground items mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest outcries as to why people we know don't play mobile and don't play vanilla yeah. because When you're bursting, it's a pain in the ass to have to hold your finger down and look at whatever's on the ground or right click and see all that. I know some people do it for the nostalgia or like YouTubers do it because it looks better in the footage. Um, Oh, they turn them off. Yeah, they turn the ground items off because when you are bursting, it's kind of like you've you you've all done tasks where you have a shitload of items on the ground. It's a mess to look at
0: so Dagonos is the word like in the lighthouse just cannoning And Dagenos. yeah anything There's you can like machine gun
1: with a cannon or <laughs> kill with ice barrage or something like kraken where you just like sit there and don't pick up the loot forever it's like you know inch
0: stack of items exactly yeah so like
1: sometimes it's turned off but like that's not in the game and they're still talking about adding that they've talked about upgrading their c++ client When did they start that discussion? Was that like last year sometime? 2021? They Uh, talked about the three-step roadmap to like add shit into the new client. I forgot when that news post was. It was, it's either been a year or
0: 2020. Like it was, it was in 2020 or 2021. I think it was
1: 21. I think it was 21. Yeah. But maybe it was after the uh, summer summit, which even then was a year ago. Yeah. can you believe that the summer <laughs> summit
0: was a year ago did we get everything besides what we we're talking about the mobile client we got everything from that right we we're gonna get raids soon we got group iron, leagues man, 3, raids 3, group iron man a
1: month away raids three group iron man dead man mode leagues yeah we got all leagues of it. all of which okay. like so where's our summer summit 2022 I know. Probably dude. buried underneath all the shit that Raids 3 is going to release. Which, yes, we we know that Raids 3 got a release day. We're gonna address that Woo! right now. August 24th, market calendars, take time off. Be sick that I day. Did. Don't have a job I... like me. Whatever you're gonna do, <laughs> make sure you have that day off so you can play.
0: Oxy, That's... I got twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty
1: sixth. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now we just have to teach you theater of blood in two weeks and then you'll be good. No, to go. I'm just gonna no. go into TOA. Oh. Forget T O B Forget gonna, it. We're teaching you TOB, Michael. I don't think happen. you need TOB knowledge to absolutely to not. The the first people that like so when TOB came out, there was a race around the world to get the first completion. But mm-hmm. it took people like eight to twelve hours to get <sighs> their first completion at Theater of <laughs> Blood. Because they were running around the arena T bowing Verzik, trying to like they thought the lightning bolt was like um like guaranteed damage, like you couldn't do anything about the lightning bolt. They were it uh-huh. was a it was a mess. They T bowed everything. They were T bowing right. bloat for a little while. Oh um, gosh, dude. Like if you watch the Wooks and Bodie video, they go in with like max range, a twisted bow. They bring like a tentacle whip. And that's it. They don't bring any mage gear. They oh, wow. just go in with whatever they have. Um it took people. Hours to do that. It took people two days to get their first Infernal Cape. Yeah. And even then, once Wooks got it after 48 hours, it took them forever. The testing team for TOA got their first completion on their first attempt without any invocations. So to say that you need Theater of Blood for Tombs of a Masket, probably not. But the content's not out, and we don't know what the invocations are going to do. Maybe yeah. the base version is an absolute joke, but they turn on invocations that make TOA with a certain set of buffs and debuffs more difficult than Theatre of Blood. Right. Maybe there's an I invocation read... where enemies like path around safe spots or some crazy shit Ooh, like that. Who knows? That'd be cool. I did but read
0: the... that like their idea is to make it customizable. You can choose the order that you want to go in. You can choose the invocations to make it more difficult. So it's not just your stock standard you know five room raid with the same difficulty you're just grinding it like you can make it you can make it more interesting if you want to which i'm very excited for that like I yeah. think i think jagus has learned a lot from the last what has it been like five years now what did, did chambers of came out in 2018 or 2016 2016? theater 2016? of blood was 2018 so Eight years <laughs> of raids in the game? <sighs> oh. Thousands of completions no, six on years, certain not accounts? eight
1: years. Six years. Slow down now. I'm not that old. Six years. Oh, sorry. Six years. Okay. God,
0: <laughs> we're bad at math on this show. <laughs> I Holy love math. <laughs> um, <laughs> They have, I mean, millions. Millions of completions so far of data. So, you know, they've they've got... They're not... It's This is not their first time around the block, you know? It's not their first rodeo when it comes to a mm-hmm. raid. So I think
1: it should be... Should be good. Yeah. And I'm sure metas will develop, but for right now, it's all just choose your own adventure. But I think entry level should be significantly easier. We're not going to talk about that right now, though, because they said leading up (laughs) to Raids 3, they will be releasing all sorts of new information, new videos, new content. So probably the week of Raids 3 release, the episode that will come out the day after Raids releases, Michael and I are probably going to do a lot of talking. We might spend the week before that talking about it as well. You know we Mm. love how does this affect mid-game around here. So you might see that episode coming at you real soon. But the only thing I did want to bring up is, I'm just going to call it, you heard it here first, the teaser room with all the pillars and shit and the stuff on the floor and the mirrors that say stationary in the back. That's a light puzzle room, and I want to throw myself out a window already. <laughs> I swear to God, look at the one. It's in the Gilinar set It's the first one that's posted. That's hilarious. It's going to be a light puzzle room. And Oxy is going to put his head through some drywall because that's going to be awful. The other room kind of looks like it might have some underground pass, soda steg like pathing maze, kind of, maybe. Um, but I see it, what you mean now. <laughs> given You're looking at the light puzzle room, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. That's going to suck balls. It's got to be there's something so like the have all Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a light puzzle room because there's no enemies in this room. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. If you guys watch the extra episode for June... All the pvm you know how much i love puzzle rooms so yeah go go hey, check that out Patreon. in the chambers <laughs> yeah check out check that out of the the chambers portion of the episode that's going to be brutal but otherwise i'm very excited for raids three now earlier we did mention that they're kind of upgrading some of the stuff for um for the c plus plus client and the jagex launcher, whatever it is for possibly new client experience and or not new client new player experience and I think that is important because you can determine whether or not an MMO sucks in the first hour, mm-hmm. so to speak, you know. And I think that adding these things are going to help this absolutely archaic game in all senses of the word. It looks archaic, it plays archaic, the pathing is archaic. Find me another game that runs on a tick system. That's not specifically a rhythm game. Like (laughs) you really, you can't do it. Like you have to, it's not there. (laughs) Most other video games, you can put an infinite number of inputs in any given time. Whereas with runescape, you've got, you know, the tick system or whatever this game is old. So improving it to make it less old or feel less old rather is very important for new player experience because like picture, whoever would have started playing runescape back when we were kids, You know, when we started playing as kids, it was RuneScape. Or you paid a lot more money to play World of Warcraft. That was it.
2: Yep. Now there's... Yeah.
1: Yeah, now there's a plethora of shit to do in conjunction with all of the really fun, awesome-looking games that you already play. You know what other games are out there that are also infinitely playable? First-person shooters. If I'm trying to go for you know, Damascus camo and call of duty. And you want me to play this shitter hundred beats per minute, medieval point and click game. That doesn't mean, <laughs> I'm not going to want to do that. I'm going to go back to call of duty, but <laughs> hooking people is important and letting people know like this game is fun and modern, even though it looks kind of old and janky. Like that's, that's important. And I think people don't download room light off the rip when they first find this game, they're going to download. the clam. Yeah. But, but how often do you have friends? All right, all right. You're a RuneScape player, and I think you may have said it in one of the past episodes either you or Dills. How many people have you seriously recommended old school RuneScape to? Oh, that was Dills. Um, <laughs> me, like, two. Anybody, anybody who's listening to the show, how many people have you been like, dude, you've got to try this game? It's free to play at first. It it is so much fun. There's quests. You fight monsters. You do all this fun bossing. You hang out with your friends. And that only requires a 2700 hour time commitment to get to. Like, you've got to play this game, dude. It's so much fun. Nobody does that shit. Nobody recommends their friends RuneScape anymore because that's just not what we do. When you told me that as a little kid, I was going to use what time I had to have fun with it Mm -hmm. um, because having fun was very different for me as a child. So I think when people find this game, they don't usually have a ton of friends to start out with. And I think a new steam client, God forbid it ever anything goes more wrong with that or a new Jagex launcher plugin, whatever it is or not plug in client is important for new players who want to start the game. They want to get off on a good foot. And I think they've improved on that with like, what are the, the adventure paths that we talked about yep. all that yep. time ago? They added the activity advisor, yeah, and I really kind of wanted—I wanted that to be on one of my accounts just to see what would pop up. Cause like, can you not enable it, or is it only on a new account? They added it to only certain accounts to start. So neither of my accounts is it on RuneLite though. Like, is it is it a C plus plus thing? I mean, I wouldn't think it's client based. I would think it's account server account. Based. Like based? you said, okay. server side. Yeah. So I don't okay. think you could log into you know you could break the rules and log into blue light if you wanted to i'm sure the activity advisor would be there if it's on your account don't log yeah. into any of those cheat clients by the way um, instant band by the way <laughs> yeah like uh, they don't they don't play <laughs> but uh but i really think that would be that's fun for a new player because it kind of shows you what to do they do that in rs3 which is helpful they kind of tell oh. you where to go and what to do next and that's I see what it is That's cool. That's nice for a new account. I think it would be humorous to see on some of my accounts. What it would tell you. (laughs) What it would tell me. Like, am I in line with what the activity advisor wants me to do? I would love to have it on my Iron man. Or does the activity advisor... (sighs) This is going to sound like the sweatiest question ever. Does the activity advisor know the metas for what an account build is like? Is the activity advisor going to wait and tell me to get a certain combat level before I do waterfall quests? Is the activity advisor going to, like, try to point me in a certain direction as opposed to, like, the optimal quest guide that we see everywhere, whether it's the Osiris guide or something, whatever? Like, can the activity helper do that? Is the activity helper that smart? Does it know what people have created (laughs) with this game? Or is it just like, ah, yes, you have achieved 13 combat. Time to begin the sheep herder quest, like <laughs> is it just that mechanical who knows i I would think it'd be very interesting to see, so I can't wait till they roll that out and it will be very helpful for new players who join the game, which there's got to be some decent amount of new players joining the game, right you think if it was just us end game lifers, they would not give a shit about this, but that's a good point
0: that's a great point yeah if it's if there's nobody if nobody was joining the game, then why would they be putting adventure paths and and all of this stuff for low levels like giant's foundry i mean there's that's a low level activity if it's it's good for early smithing
1: yeah what's, what what is arguably the barrier for, for actually for giant's foundry what's the smith level you have to be at? Like 29 20 30 <laughs> okay so do a quest and then do another yeah, quest essentially like, okay essentially
0: cool. yeah you do you do the knight sword and then you do
1: the giant's foundry quest and then you're there like you you have access to it. But, so that's another question with the activity advisor. The knight's sword requires iron bars, right, uh-huh. to, to complete. So do we think the activity advisor is smart enough to know that you can get iron bars before 15 smithing? Or do you think the activity advisor is like, hey, you should get 15 smithing so you could do the knight's sword? Mm. Do you think the activity advisor knows that you can just pick them bitches up in the wilderness and call it a day? That's On a the flip question. side, do you think a new player knows that? probably not so probably not, i'm, I'm no. interested to see how they balance it around like someone like you or i who could start a new account and be like you know off the Toriel island within 12 hours we're like 750 total level like ready to go we're good <laughs> um versus someone who's like oh i put this game when i was six this is awesome <laughs> you know like interested to see where the activity advisor goes with that but I think I,
0: to that point, I think I have less than 100 hours on my account, and I'm like considering, you know, Fire Cape Run. So it doesn't take that long to get, if you know how to do it, and you and you know the efficient methods, it doesn't take that long to get to the mid-game. Mm-hmm. Going through the mid-game takes ages, <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're like, it, can, it takes you 100 hours to get to the mid-game, but then you're not leaving the mid-game for another 1,000 hours, so...
1: Good I have luck. apparently 432 hours logged on my group Iron Man. Oh account, damn, I which have... is gross. I don't know how they did that. How many days do you have in your GIM? Let me log out and check.
0: I'm I'm actually curious. I thought it was I thought it was 100
1: 100 hours. Give me one second. It's gonna be like 300 something like that. 14 days. Oh, that's a lot of hours, my guy. That's like 350 hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just checked my
0: group Iron Man. I have 336 hours. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. hundred hours.
2: I don't know I where was I like, got a hundred. I was hours like, dude, from. there's
1: no way you've been that efficient. I'm sorry, but there's no way you've yeah, gotten a, You're going. To, <laughs> you maybe tried a fire cape in your first hundred hours. You, oh, maybe everyone knows. Maybe how that's well what that it was. <laughs> but um, damn,
0: that's that's funny. No, 330 338 hours exactly, and um, that's way more than I thought I had. So thank you for. Correcting me there, Hoxie. I (laughs) I was also
1: just as curious as you were. I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to be like, um, actually, (laughs) you have more. I was just like, there's no way you have that (laughs) many or that few on the account, and your account's where it's at right now. Like, so we're good, but we're not that good. Come on, let's redact my
0: former statement. No, it's not 100 hours to bear's gloves, it's it's more like 400 hours to bear's
1: gloves. (laughs) Probably less if you're really good and really efficient at the game, which Michael and I are not. If you're a new player and you have found this podcast and you're like, hey, my favorite form of media is podcasting and I'm going to listen to this podcast about this brand new game, Old School RuneScape that I picked up, and it's going to be super cool. If you would like to make friends and learn more about the game, join the Discord or any Discord of people. I'm biased towards ours because we're super chill and we don't have any requirements, period, to do anything. It's very true come say hello if you're if you're brand new come say hello and we're also curious how, how did you find this this just this how did you not the show <laughs> the game how did you find oh the game old school yeah. runescape in 2022 it's very it's very true i i suppose there's like one more thing that's worth talking about momentarily they're talking about rewriting uh rewriting some of the quests They've, they have talked about rewriting The Feud, Rat Catchers, and Legends Quests, which should be interesting. I haven't done
0: Rat Catchers yet. This is what I thought when I read this. I haven't done Rat Catchers yet on my group Iron Man. Should I just wait until they rewrite it? But then I uh, also am very curious because I haven't done Rat Catchers in a millennia to even remember. I, 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 I know that it's annoying, right? Because everybody hates it. So um, uh, my thought process here is, do I wait or do I not wait? Should I suffer? so I have the memory of suffrage, and I can be like, "Listen, guys, I did rat catchers before it was good. You, 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 new players have it so easy." Or should I just wait until it's easy and be like, "Yeah, this is so great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling with that because it's it's a quest that I could do on my group Iron Man at this point, but I don't I don't know what they're talking about with the Legends quest though. Maybe they the fact that it deals probably because it's boring as like,
1: shit. Yeah. I, just I mean, did it, it does have a little bit of, like, yo-ho British colonizer attitude to it, a little bit, but I think that gets outweighed by, like, hey, we're just trying to make friends with the locals. Kind of. Not really yeah. an excuse or a defense, but, like, I think they would rewrite it because it's just boring. Holy shit, Legends Quest is boring. Yeah. Look at all the other master-level quests. Any other quest that has that kind of weight that Legends Quest had... It is an old quest where the only thing you could do is walk from place to place.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's all Legends Quest is, is a shitload of walking and a super uneventful boss fight. Like, (laughs) which is also irritating because you fight the boss like five different times. Five times, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even, it's not a good time. So I think they're rewriting it because it's just old. It needs a tune-up. Mm-hmm. Rat Catchers, because it's a disaster. And The Feud, <laughs> because they kind of touched that, like, it's diversity and inclusion. They, uh, a couple of white people sat around in a room in 2005 and were like, all right, we're making a desert. We're going to name everyone Ali. That's That That must be the only name that Arabic people have very is funny. Ali. No. Yeah, it'll be hysterical. <laughs> so they're going to redo The Feud and hopefully give it a more, like, don't know modernized touch to it maybe improve the story as well because they made a comment that like it kind of gets drab in the middle i'm like does it it does it really does because you don't (laughs) you're like running back and forth talking to various bandit members you're not like doing anything fun you're just having conversations with people who don't like each other you just straight up murder somebody as a favor yeah and then everyone gets pissed off at you in the town for like taking all the bandits away so it's it's very weird quest you know the whole like obvious racial ineptness, whatever word I'm thinking of. Yeah. Aside, it, the quest is just not that. Uh, there it's was,
0: okay. There was lore behind everybody being named Ali, in that there was some sort of reward that was there was like a, a an inheritance or something that somebody gave to somebody, but the only name they put was Ali. So then everybody in the town, ch- everybody in the town changed their name to ali to try and claim the money like that's how they wrote that
1: off i think but still we can do better than that <laughs> yeah, yes we had a pride event which was fun as shit and um if you did the pride event if you weren't rioting and fouled, or hurt people got banned for which is hysterical um if uh <laughs> If you did the event, remember when you're like trying to talk to, you're trying to get the two girls to like admit that they both like each other and you talk to the two guys about it? Those four, mm-hmm. I think, were like LGBTQ activists of the past oh. 60, 80 years, something like that. Oh, Forgot cool. who they were specifically, but they're homages to those people. So if we're going to do that, We kind of need a better excuse than, oh, there was an inheritance. So everyone in the (laughs) town who happens to be brown and Arabic is named Ali. We have to do better than that. Come on now. Agreed. I think that about wraps up the Gazette and whatever else we were going to talk about. There's a couple more things in the Gazette. We'll have it linked down below if you guys want to read through it.
0: They're doing these monthly now, which is really cool. Uh, they, They stopped doing them for a while. I don't know why, but now they're back. Other notable things you could read are going to be in there. It's going to be in the link below. So check it out. Uh, is it time to we go to break now?
1: I do believe so. It may just be time to go to break. All righty,
0: guys. We'll see you after this.
1: Why, well, hello there, adventurer. My name's Razalo, and I've traveled all over this here content collecting treasures that I think you, 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 you. you
2: We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important safety announcement. Attention. This is a message from the Gilinor Protection Agency. Do not fall asleep. A supernatural anomaly has escaped from its containment site in eastern Mauritania. It is incredibly hostile and will strike if given the opportunity. It has been known to attack its victims through their dreams, causing intense and violent sleepwalking. That often results in the victim's death. Do not fall asleep. Over twelve hundred individuals have been reported missing since the breach, and that number is estimated to increase exponentially over the coming days. Sleepwalkers have been reported in Canifas and the northern coast of Mauritania heading towards Port Fasimatis. If you are within the immediate vicinity of the breach, please seek shelter and await further instructions. Do not fall asleep. The Gileinor Protection Agency thanks you for your cooperation. Do not fall asleep. You will now be returned to your regularly scheduled broadcast.
1: So why don't you come on down and see for yourself? I promise you, you won't be disappointed.
0: I know that I sure did. And Oxy did too, because he
1: hasn't seen it in a while. Is it is it is it really bad? This is <sighs> what? Can I admit something that's probably gonna be really bad? And probably some people will be like, oh my god, I do the same thing, but like Yeah, go for it. I fast forward through the commercials when I listen to these podcasts on Spotify. <laughs> okay, hear me out. I feel like I have the right to do that because I made probably 90 percent of the commercials and sometimes i edited the episode that i'm going back to and listening (laughs) so like i feel like it's okay if i do that yeah but at the same time i know other people do it too i don't know it's it's probably really bad that i fast forward through my own show but i think if
0: it's your first time hearing that specific commercial then you probably want to listen through it But, like, we've been recycling the same ones for the last eight months.
1: Well, our commercial guy has not gotten off his ass and made any new commercials, so.
0: And the intern
1: commercial guy is scared to make a new commercial. (laughs) The intern commercial guy should just make a new commercial and see what happens. (laughs) happens. While the main commercial guy is, uh... There's no excuse. (laughs) I wish I, I wish, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, it is time now for our Patreon shout-outs. So this is a part of the show where we give a warm and lovely and um, heartfelt Sensual. thank you to all. <laughs> I mean, all the adjectives. All, uh, all of the shout-outs and thank yous to our, our lovely patrons. Starting with the Wise Old Man tier, a big thank you to Scape Caution, Logio, Bolimer, Basket, Benjamin R., Pork Jerry, Bloodman, a.k.a. Young Kyle, Hadadbod, C. Gladney, Morty, Cream Tam, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forestry, Fortimus, Francine1225, M.B. Jones, Jack M., Jake W., Jerry, Jordy, Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Morpheus, Mima, 999999, Ninja Turtle Ruby, Not a Hippo, Obsidian Paladin, Okami Damana- Damashi. Okami Damashi.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: Ice, Quallow, Rustafuri, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Shadow, Skalaxon, Skoldveg, Solaire OS, Sweet and Tangy, the Chungaroo, Troll, Tyler H, Valdon, and Zack without a K. Thank you so much to everybody in the Wise Old Man tier. Moving on to our KBD tier. Huge shout out to. Oxy's dad, also my dad, your dad, Jake's dad, everyone's dad. GIM Stones, Kroll, The Lord Jake himself, our third favorite Patreon supporter, Ralph, Spartan Fire, and Toast No Toast. Thank you so much to everyone in the KBD tier for your support. Um if you would like to join our Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash XP Waste. Uh, we have tiers ranging from a dollar all the way up, and we're doing a fun little challenge right now where if we hit a total of 150 patrons, then Oxy will be flying to Texas. We'll be getting XP waste themed, potentially matching tattoos together. And we're going to do an episode live and in person together, potentially right here in my office. I don't know if, I don't know the logistics of that, but it'll be fun. And I'm, I'm excited.
1: Gonna, I'm going to stand over Michael's shoulder and whisper <laughs> the whole time. Michael will be at the standing desk and I'll just be like <laughs> underneath it, like, Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> so that's how that episode's going to go. Oh
2: no, my please. God, we should have a guest on. Have...
1: Hear me out. Hear me out. We invite a guest, right? We okay. get Scape. We get Dills. We get Heartless. We get, you know, a fella named Matt. We get somebody, but we don't tell them that we're both in the room. <laughs> and then while you're running the episode, I'm just in the back shouting shit like, This fucking slot machine doesn't work. <laughs> boom, boom, boom,
0: boom. <laughs> So terrible.
1: Just have the camera off so let them think (laughs) you gotta play (laughs) cool as a cucumber. Nothing's going on. I can't do that. Do you hear that? Hear what? Listen. Miss the whole time. Like I'm not even there. You say "Uh, can't believe we still have this (laughs) fruit back here. God damn it. Just hear something like fall over in the background. (laughs) I
0: can't I can't contain my laughter for things you shouldn't laugh at. I, I i take that feedback guys like i edit these episodes i know that i laugh at stupid things and i also edit out some of the laughter so you're getting less of it i never would.
1: edit though I, I i edit the mouth noises but i never edit the laughter so oh well then every other numbered, episode even less. numbered episodes you get michael laughing <laughs> a lot more
0: that's <laughs> probably why
1: that's very true
0: anyway all of this to say if we hit 150 patrons Uh, we'll complete our goal. And right now we're at 80, I think. So more than halfway there. And if you just want to subscribe at $1 tier, help us reach our goal. We would really appreciate it. So patreon.com slash xpwaste. Now it is time for the question of the week. Community question, as we like to call it. Last week we asked you guys, I asked you specifically, because I don't know if you got to that part in the episode, but it was just me, Oxy. It was just me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get
2: to listen to that. Damn, I didn't. I didn't so, get to listen to that episode
0: yet. Scape, we did the episode of Scape, but like it is, it is like nearing like late hours in the UK.
1: I remember I hopped, I hopped into VC that night after uh we went out to dinner. We went out to get drinks or something like that, and I saw TMD and Scape in the VC waiting for Michael to join. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Fun fact about Europe, specifically for people in the United States who have never left the United States open alcohol is legal like everywhere. Like you, pretty dick. yeah, pretty cool. You can go to a convenience store or a grocery store, which they have everywhere, by the way, which made me very upset about food deserts in places like the United States. Because you mean to tell me that a city that was built in the 1300s? Has a fucking Tesco, but Brooklyn, New York doesn't have any real grocery stores. That's just <laughs> unacceptable. Other than that, you can go and buy like any form of alcohol you want and just drink it on the street. I understand there are some rules, some places like, oh, you can't drink on the tube, but you can't drink on the tube is kind of like saying you can't jaywalk. Nobody really gives a shit. Um so I joined that VC. I like bought a can of beer, sat on the side of the road at embankment station, and joined the boys in VC. And it was like eleven thirty at night and Scape's like, Yeah, we're starting recording soon. I'm like, that sucks. I'm like, wow, it's gonna be a late one. Holy Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was just me doing that
0: part. And um I asked you guys last week, <laughs> all that to say, uh, what does your username mean? Does it have a backstory? So that question popped up because we got into why Scape's name is Scape. And it's a kind of fun thing. If you haven't heard it, go listen to last week's episode. So we've got Moist Sean. It says Moist Sean here. I was was in a clan called the Moist Makers. We believed our mission in RuneScape was to arouse other players and, well, make their trousers moist. So we named ourselves Moist. I don't like that.
2: Did it. Did it work?
0: Did it work?
1: <laughs> if it if it did, my DMs are open.
0: I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh mock cat says for anyone <laughs> Mockcat cat says for anyone that likes online RPGs with good player community, my in-game name is from a show called Hack Sign. Oh, pronounced dot hack sign. Um there's a serious character referred to there as the Mock Cat player. Okay, cool. Let's see, karatemon fifty-two. Well, my OG name, as you can see, was given to me by my cousin, as I loved karate and Digimon at the age of five. Uh, but the two was added as karatemon was taken. Uh, karate, the two was added because karatemon five was taken by someone else somehow. Um, now I'm Dave the Scrub. Long story. Cool, cool, cool. We got Jake AICSTP. Uh, this name is a placeholder. OG name is Deathbeds. Have had the name for 15 years, just kind of liked it and don't think it has a story. So, Jake AICSTP does because it's Jake, Allison Chains, Stone Temple Pilots, two of his favorite bands.
1: But he didn't say that. I just know that. I was going to say, that took so long for us to figure out. <laughs>
2: it did. I remember so we
1: would... We would mention him on the show and be like, are these supposed to be letters or words? So what once we finally figured that out, yeah, I, I, I think about that every time he pops up in the CC now. <laughs> Allison Shane uh, is Stone Temple pilot.
0: Frito-Lay 17. The second character I made, Frito-Lay 15, was named after my original email address I made 23 years ago. When I made that email address, I looked down and saw a bag of Fritos and I was 15. <laughs> classic like teenage activity it's just like teenage behavior it's awesome uh gibson le paul says favorite guitar at the time i made the account was the gibson les paul and the character limit i had uh and with the character limit i had to drop a letter so i dropped the l from less uh feels bad that i own a fender now though (laughs) feels bad man feels bad uh next one's from bren I can't say the rest of your name, so I'm very sorry. Um, all of my usernames that I have are called Uh It's a mix between cat, paw, and penguins, the Gwens. I have a level three skiller called level three paw, and a main called Paw Pogwins. It's a very nice combination. Let's see, Brucity, B-L-R-Z. Um I used to play basketball on a team called the ballers. Oh, it's Bruce City Ballers. <laughs> I used to play basketball on a team called The Ballers and I'm from uh and I'm from Milwaukee. And the last one from Spotify, we've got uh actually Pork Jerry. He says from an, <laughs> from an autocorrect of beef jerky in a chat channel, uh chat latched on and personified Beef Jerry and gave him a backstory. I changed it to Pork Jerry and entered the chat as Beef Jerry's evil twin i love the internet (laughs) freaking love the internet dude that's amazing (laughs) all right moving on to our youtube uh replies we have goths says so originally i was chief toka it was a chief keef reference but i got tired of people asking me gang related questions when i'm playing video games so i switched to goths i consider myself goth and i very much resonate with the goth slash skater aesthetic so i went with that on osrs it helps that i also have the original goth's username on league of legends very nice next up is jordy he says i have too many oh no (laughs) my main who is banned was named robale combinations of the names of my dog which are rover rocky and bailey my new main old name was jordy act four jordy is my real name and act four comes from jojo part seven where a stand name was Tusk Act, Act 4. I read that out loud, and I still don't understand what he's saying. Anyway, all my current played accounts are based off my Iron Man named Jin, uh, Jinra, Jinra, it's spelled D-J-I-N-R-A-J, Uh which is randomly made when thinking of a D and d names, and it stuck with me. Jinpaki is my current OSRS main account, which is a combo of these two names that you can't read, and they're from Tekken, Zir Jin, I, I, th- I just don't think I'm saying this right. Zir Jin is my RS3 hardcore Iron Man's name, where Zur sounded cool and sort of like a rank name, but still, kept in, still keeping the Jin part of a Dinjar. Jin, Jin, I keep wanting to say Dinjara from Mandalorian, but I, that's definitely not how you pronounce it. Next up is 999, spreading the positive energy of Juice World, tried to share with the world. D Falconer said, "My artist name is literally just my initials plus a zero because my initials weren't available, which is DMF0. Very nice, very nice. Doombar. Uh, my name is taken from my favorite ever beer, Doombar by Sharp's Brewery, based in Rock, Cornwall, UK. What is even more iconic is that I no longer drink alcohol. Two years since <laughs> I had my last drink." But I kept the name because I've had it for the last 13 years, and it just feels like an integral part of my Runescape experience. It's a name I had when I maxed on Runescape three, and throughout my time on OSRS. And finally, I witness. So back in 05, when I started playing, my Runescape name was Cheese Fry 23. I stopped playing around 2009 or 2010. Whenever I came back to OSRS, to my surprise, Cheese Fry 23 was taken. Fortunately, because it's not really a great name, <laughs> so not really unfortunately. I had played competitive Call of Duty and my gamer tag was eyewitness. Uh It's a play on words for my last name, Wit. So I decided to go with it. I actually have two accounts, a main eyewitness and my Iron Man eyewitness. The only distinction for that for your audio listeners is, and I guess people on YouTube, um, their main account is the letter I and witness. And then their Iron Man is the word I, E-Y-E, witness. So thanks so much for everybody who answered the community question. It was definitely a lot of fun to get all the backstories. If you'd like to answer this week's question, it will be, are you excited about the new client features Jackx is adding for the C++ client? And now it is time for the most important part of any episode, the achievement of the week, hosted by our very own Oxy. I never, ever want you to go because I, I don't think, I don't, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and, and say, you did not listen this far into any of the episodes that we released in last three weeks to hear my
1: absolute pain (laughs) to do your job. It's, it's funny. You mention that because (laughs) for the lease episode and the Dills episode, the lease episode, we were flying from Vienna to Geneva flight left at like seven o'clock in the morning, which was hell on earth. By the way, you ever had to wake up at 4am to go to an airport that is somehow still shoulder to shoulder packed. Awful. Um, I listened to that episode, and literally, as the plane hit the ground, it was the, all right, see you guys after this quick break. Like, all right, awesome, (laughs) that's cool. And then, flying from Geneva to London, uh, I listened to the Dills episode, and we made it to, uh, I want to say we made it to the community question, which, listening to Dills read the community question, I thought was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun to have Dills do the community question, that was a nice little... Nice little touch there. Only got about halfway through that community question, and then we were off the plane and it was time to go. And then when I left, the new episode hadn't come out yet, uh, and I forgot to listen driving home. So, no, I have not (laughs) listened. So much so that I definitely didn't forget that Achievement of the Week was a thing. And I definitely didn't have to go into Discord while Michael was still reading the Spotify questions and find the date we have to backlog Achievement of the Week. Since I didn't have to do that, we do have a good set of achievements here for you guys this week. There's a lot of them. I am not going to go back and read the ones I wasn't here for because that (laughs) sounds like hell, and I'm so glad Michael took care of that for me. The man is a king because I don't have to backlog and do it. There's a little bit of everything all over the place. So this week, we're going to start with combat. We have Goths with his first Corrupted Gauntlet, KC. Everybody loves a good first Corrupted Gauntlet, KC, if you guys know what I'm saying. Um, And then I think the only other combat-related achievement we had this week, because there's a lot, you guys did a lot of skilling this week, a lot of skilling and a lot of BA, Um, a fella named Matt, some of you might know him, he got his first Zalra, KC. I think he Nicely did full for... I love this. Man did like full Bofor rebuild and got his first Zolra KC. He's like, you know what? I am not going to leave anything <laughs> to chance. <laughs> he said, no. I am going to bring an F-18 uh fighter to a night to a gunfight and see yep. what happens. Like absolutely. he was he's ready. He's absolutely ready for it. So congratulations to Goths and a fellow named Matt for your PVM achievements this week. In the uh achievement cape realm question mark not too much a lot of people got fighter torsos this week which like is an achievement because you didn't slam your head into a wall doing it (laughs) which is awesome so a couple fighter torsos uh i want to say uh cam got his uh wilderness elite achievement diary done in the wilderness lord uh and this is actually capped off by uh two quest capes we've got we've got Papa Roll and our boy uh, Poorly Hung, a.k.a. Ice Wallow, Brandon, doing their quest capes. They did not do them together, although I kind of suspect that they both had to end on Night of the Theater. Not entirely sure. So in uh, Brandon's screenshot, there's also EGTZ, uh, EGTZ. I don't know if I've ever actually spoken to you before, but you have the clan logo, so you're a part of Mm. TNL. He may have also gotten his quest cape this week because they're both standing there outside of the wise old man doing the emote together. So if you got yours this week, EGTZ, congratulations to you too. Now on to the skilling portion. There are so many 99s that Michael is going to have to do a wonder editing to make sure that this all flows smoothly and you don't have to listen to Oxy scroll through the Discord to find them all. So coming in first, Shadow actually has two 99s this week. He got Ooh. 99 construction and he got 99 thieving. I need man. to look this man up and see where he's at on the road to max here. I can Shadow tell you exactly. has twenty-two thirty-five total level. He's still got some some skills left to go, but he's pushing. He's yeah. gonna be there. Michael, you got another you got another contender in the road. Shadow race to and max. I we actually talked about it and
0: we might try and max at the same time. Because Ooh. the grinds that we have, he's got like runecrafting and mining left. But I'm so slow that literally he could probably do both of those because the man's going to be literally AFK to the max with school. So he's got all of the AFK grinds left. And so we talked about it potentially in a max at the same time, which would be a lot of
1: fun. That'd be the best double maxing party ever. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I really would. That'd be awesome. I still wouldn't get to go to Max Island, which sucks. Although I suppose the perk of not maxing is that a lot of people can join me at Max Island when I finally do Max. So like that's cool. Mr. Dark Side 76, longtime friend of TNL, got ninety-nine wood cutting. Also got a beaver this week, which was pretty awesome. Hmm. Uh For Vitney got ninety-nine attack, which we do love to see.
0: You haven't been here for the last couple of weeks, obviously, but For Vitney has just been crushing it. He's got at least one ninety-nine every single week that I've been doing these.
1: So Really? Yeah. He also got 99 prayer. I was going to say, I thought he got 99 prayer as well. He did. There's 99 prayer from Forvitney as well. Um, A dear friend and another fellow Infernal Cape rank, Jamie, got 99 smithing this week. Jordy, the man of apparently 48 different usernames, got 99 (laughs) cooking this week. And I think that just about caps off. All the 99s this week. And we do one more scroll and make sure, but I think that's it. Uh, we did almost miss Jack Monero, who got his fire cape this week. Monero UK in uh, in the clan shack. Congratulations to you for getting your first fire cape as well. I think that caps off Achievement of the Week. Continue to do things that are awesome. If you did mm-hmm. something awesome, put it in our Discord, whether it's in the Levels and Achievements channel or the Awesome Drops channel or the Iron Plaza channel or if you've got a ridiculously shitty drop that you want to show off, we have a <laughs> channel for that, too. Point of the story, join the Discord and hang out. If you didn't get shouted out this week, that is okay. Keep doing awesome things. You will get shouted out eventually. Hell yeah. You guys are awesome. <laughs> And I'm glad I got to come back to a plethora of content to read about in my inaugural week back on XP <laughs> Waste. So
0: just to save you a little bit of like cringe, I'll just tell you how I went. <laughs> did you, thank you so much for doing that, by the way. That is harder than it looks, folks. Um, you have to scroll through a channel that is not organized and then nope. put things in a category in your head. So, <laughs> Oxy, you, you're...
1: One hell of a man for doing that. One um. day we're gonna leave the uh, achievement of the week section completely unedited, so you guys can like. We'll leave it in oh, the show. It'll no. be a really, it'll be a really bad part of that episode <laughs> because you guys can hear. Again, it's a lot like the Patreon names where it sounds really good and it flows all together when we like edit it to sound like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, it's like, hold on, who is Oxy M? That's okay. Oh, okay, so that's. Oh, shit. I'm in the party pizza here. I wonder I don't recognize (laughs) these names. Um, Oxiem and uh, is it Hoond or Hound? It's Hound. Okay. Blood Hound. Yeah. So we cut a lot of that out to sound a lot smoother. And Achievement of the Week is no different. Maybe if you guys really want it, one week we'll have a super busy Achievement of the Week. And we'll just leave it un unedited. You guys can see what the process is really like. Oh man! Not that it's not worth doing, because I think it's a lot of fun that we shout people out. I've not listened yeah. to many other podcasts that kind of do this sort of like <laughs> recognition for some of these things that take hundreds of hours sometimes. Oh yeah! So I absolutely love doing it, and I like how it sounds when it's done edited when it's finished being edited. It's just a little clunky to get all the words out mm-hmm. sometimes. But- yeah.
0: The- The last one I did, instead of putting stuff in categories, I literally just read as they came in Discord. So there was like just read the link. (laughs) So I was like, I'm, I'm really not good at this. So let's just let's just make it as easy as possible. I'm just gonna go down the list. (laughs) So, but uh, I think now it is fun question time. But wait, we have some postcards to read. Um, these are very interesting because one of them is actually uh uh, let's just read it so it says dearest xv waste podcast hosts i'm writing today to confess my love for oxy he is so funny and so handsome and is doing so good in the inferno what a perfect specimen anyways Prague is awesome it is Prague right
1: i don't know it might
0: be i can't read your
1: handwriting (laughs) who said it's my handwriting what do you mean (laughs) I didn't send anyway. that postcard. Somebody else must have. <laughs>
0: anyway, Prague is awesome. Oldest shit, though. <laughs> Oldest shit, too. Ate at a restaurant that opened in, in 1375 the other day. 10 out of 10 would recommend coming here. From Pará with love, Oxy's secret lover, admirer, and fanboy. I told you it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely not Oxy. Um, they have a fun question. Should we should we save these um, fun questions? Because we have a... You weren't here last week, but we actually have this postcard, too, which has a fun question from Eyewitness that I didn't read. Um, but we have two fun questions.
1: We'll I save per- these for next week. I was going to say, did you get... Hold on. Did you get the other postcard with the space thing on it? You sent me a Snapchat of that.
0: Yeah, That's the one. Yeah, I have that. The-
1: There might, I'm not sure who sent those, but there might be a fun question on that one too. There might be fun questions questions on all of these. (laughs) There might be. There just might be fun questions on every postcard you have received from someone who's been traveling around Europe. And Uh, you can see right there,
0: if you're on the video, uh, is Oxy's original. I mean, somebody's original from Europe, their original postcard. That I've hung up yeah, on the wall.
1: I think that's the Berlin one I see back there. Yep, yeah. it
0: is Berlin. Yep, yep, that's the only one that
1: arrived. <laughs> we I we sent postcards. So the way we traveled throughout Europe is we for the first I want to say like first twelve days we were doing like sixty hours in a country. So it was like three days in Copenhagen, three days in Berlin, three days in Prague, Vienna, and Geneva. Three days across those three cities. So every other day for twelve days we were traveling. And every other day, for twelve days, we were finding postcards, and I was sending one to you at the the thing the x p yeah. waste thing. so I'm PO like box. that'll be fun to go check the p o box that'll be a good time. I'm sure Michael yeah. will plug that here eventually um but by the time we got to London, I was so like physically and mentally exhausted from the trip that it was the last day I forgot to send a postcard. I was Uh-oh. like, "Oh, yeah, whatever, he'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> So, I just didn't send a postcard. There will be no postcard from London. But oh. if you have three, there should be three more somewhere in the three mail. Three more? There should be three more somewhere in the mail, all of which may or may not have fun questions on them. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you read the space one yet? I haven't read the, the fun question or the postcard? Uh, the The postcard. I don't know if you've actually read the fun questions on any of them or I, not. I did read the fun question on this one. <laughs> I fi- I figured... So, a lot of them, I, like, put fun question in, like, bold. In case you didn't want to read it, you would know where to stop. But yeah. Right there. Okay. Yeah, that's my dog shit handwriting live on the so... podcast. Too. I write like a second grader.
0: I You said it, not me. So, this one is from... It actually is from Oxy. And he said, Dear Michael, and, and quite possibly Oxy, the... LHC located in Geneva. Um I'm not this isn't meme. I'm not memeing right now. <laughs> I cannot read this. Uh s- slams particles?
1: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> there it is. We're not Don't leaving L- any L- of that out. Michael's struggling through my handwriting either. What is L what L-
0: L- large large har harem collide? Can you help me here?
1: It's on the postcard, Michael. Check the upper corners
0: of the back. The LHC. That's all it says.
1: Check the bottom and
0: Nope. Nothing. Sorry, man. Where it
1: says Large Hadron Collider.
0: Nothing here. I literally will show you this right now. It's not on there. The only, t- the only part that says Large Hadron hard Collider is your handwriting
1: where i where i say large hadron collider written right there and then it says lhc oh yeah i suppose it doesn't say that on there but yeah that is the large hadron collider in cern uh which is a facility outside geneva switzerland okay so with that knowledge i'll continue reading uh
0: they slammed together particles at damn near the speed of light tldr answer to the universe 10 out of 10 very cool Answers to the universe, ten out of ten. Very cool. Fun question.
1: So we'll yeah, there's, <laughs> there's. Uh, we don't know which fun question we're going to read. Michael just yes. wanted to read the postcards.
0: I do love, I love getting postcards. Thank you so much, whoever is. It's, Oxy. it's
1: less fun. It's less fun now that I'm back. That you haven't received them all. I was right. really hoping you would receive them while I wasn't you would, here. You would think um,
0: three weeks, like, w- would be enough time to get them to me. International um, but this postage says,
1: takes forever, though.
0: It says love, uh, love, and exhausted, but still devilishly, devilishly handsome, Oxy. Thank you, Oxy, for sending those postcards. <laughs> so, I think this will be the fun question that we ask um, from Eyewitness because I haven't, I haven't read it in like two weeks, so I don't remember what it was, and it's not a fun question that Oxy has already asked. So we'll do those next week, or maybe we'll just We're, post your fun questions the, in the Discord and the let backlog, people answer them. The
1: backlog of fun questions finally exists. I think it there's does. one of the postcards, I say, the fun question is not, how does Oxy think of all these fun questions when he's not <laughs> recording? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because like you had no, no, nothing but
0: time on your hands to to, to think of It's questions. not even
1: like I had nothing but time to. We'd wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, we'd shower, we'd go find breakfast, sometimes at the hotel, sometimes somewhere else, and then we would just gallivant around whatever city we were in till like yeah. 10.30 at night. So it's not like I had a ton of time on my hands. S- things just sort of like popped up every now and again. Mm-hmm. So. so the fun
0: question from Eyewitness says... If you could design a new old school RuneScape skill, what would it be? That is a very, very tough question to answer without literal hours of prep. (laughs) Holy cow. Um, Do you want to go first? should, Should I go first?
1: A new skill in old school RuneScape?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What would that even look like? Man. I can think of a bajillion improvements to existing skills, but like what could a new skill offer? I don't know. Maybe there could be and I'm trying to think of like new, new, new skills. Like it'd be so easy to rip dungeoneering from RS3, <laughs> and that would be one of the funnest additions I'm sure old school would ever have. But I'm like I'm trying to think brand new skill? Hmm. Because
0: everything that I'm thinking right now is just an improvement. Like I just thought of uh you know, you're t- you tend to a farm, but we already have farming, but like, I don't know, you, you plow fields, but you can do that in Hesidius, so it's like, it's, it doesn't need to be an entire
1: skill. Maybe um, maybe there's like, I, I the two that I have randomly just literally thought of right now are like a foraging skill, where hmm. things will randomly appear, like bushes, fallen stumps, weird looking rocks at different locations. And you train your foraging um, by harvesting them, whatever items they are. And then Mm -hmm. there would probably also have to be some other training method as well that is repeatable. Like maybe it's a crafting expansion that you process them with and you get like crafting and foraging XP for them. So like let's say you find some driftwood on a beach. You can process that into like... Kindling for fire making, and you use that to get crafting and foraging XP, but like 50% crafting XP, 200% foraging XP, something like that, just to like expand the living world, you Mm -hmm. know. And then off with uh, what's it called? Off with um, the idea of like raising a farm, maybe like an animal husbandry skill. Oh, I would love to have player owned farms, it would be so much fun, where like you have to improve your relationship i don't know how you train these skills but like maybe you improve your relationship with animals to get higher levels to unlock more animals where like eventually when you get to like 95 animal husbandry you can like raise dragons and shit i don't know it's a good question but you're right wow this takes a lot more than like two seconds to think about because that that is a really good question yeah i've got got groundbreaking for old school what do
0: you got hit i got one that i think would be a lot of fun and i want to get your opinion so we have player owned houses we have a you know farming skill potentially put our own farms what if we had player owned businesses like your business skill or your economic like your your economy skill. skill maybe merchant that's a better way of saying it like you would have npcs that you can interact with and maybe you know you have a stall and the higher level the 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 better the stall that you can have and it's a passive way to make money cuz so you could have it at level 1 you could have like a a fish stall or something that you can cook you 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 stock it with bread things that you can make with other skills at level 1 so it's kind of like a way to circumvent the grand exchange but it's still a way that you can train that skill and and it, have it interact with Other skills and maybe a good place for iron men to interact with the game and get a little bit of money i don't know it'd be cool and like the better the the city you know like i'm in arty right now and that's kind of what sparked it i'm like there's a ton of stalls around here but they're all owned by npcs what if these were what if there was an instance that you would go into where you know you can interact with other people's stalls maybe you can buy things from them again it's it's kind of it's not well thought out because we have that. It's called the Grand Exchange. But there's nothing mm-hmm. that says you can't... <laughs> yeah, Jake, thanks. Jake in the recording of your chat says, GE? Question mark. Yes, I know it's a GE. But make well, it a maybe scale, it damn be, it.
1: <laughs> maybe it could be something like the higher level you get, the more like crafts or specialties that you can go into. So like, let's say level one, you can only be a fishmonger. But by level 70, you can do smithing, fish mongering mm. maybe you can sell runes that you've created. Maybe at the higher tier you can sell goods from slayer monsters you've killed. Maybe it's something that works off of your existing skills and skill levels. So and maybe it is more of like a a passive money maker than anything else such that like you know, as long as you can keep it stocked with some items or you can do something to it's got to have some sort of input right yeah there's got to be some sort of input whether it's gold whether it's time whether it's items that you would use to sell like maybe if you were a a level 80 smith with the merchant skill or the business skill whatever it is if you put 10 rune plate bodies in you're good for like a week selling Mm. rune items and maybe it's something you go back and like check that like npcs purchase it right that's kind of you can not maybe there's a at that point (laughs) maybe there's a way that you can like With a high enough level, you can haggle prices for merchants, like Mm -hmm. you can in a game like Skyrim, where you can... I don't know. Yeah, oh, ha- cool. haggle oh, prices or like you would get a discount in shops with the higher the level that
0: you have because you're like your yeah, merchant skill y- y- you've gained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe huh. like
1: if it's you know maybe maybe it's a weird meta where like the higher merchant skill you have, some places places increase prices even more. Mm. So maybe it develops a weird meta of like don't train merchant until you have 200k <laughs> on like some weird Iron Man shitter or account that like. Yeah. Once you have that, then like the runes go up from 200 GP to 208 mm. GP or some weird thing like that. That once you have a higher level merchant, the locals are like, oh, this guy's got money. We can charge him more. <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> he's like, renowned for having tons of money. <laughs> well, maybe it does both. Maybe like some people make you pay more, and then some people are like, well, you've convinced me. Here's 100 GP off. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something like that could be, could be there. You got potential there. I don't know how it would interact with other players without just becoming the Grand Exchange too. I have an answer um, for that actually. Um, hmm. You would essentially like with the higher merchant level,
0: you would make things that are untradeable outside of your stall. Essentially, like it's not just stuff you can go to the GE to buy. Like you have to be able to have ninety nine merchant or whatever we're calling it, and and get it from somebody who has that level. Like, for instance, back in the day, if you wanted rune items, you pretty much had to find somebody that had 99 smithing or buy it from the shops that sold it. But not every shop and not every monster, like, it it wasn't that readily available. So, like, you know, if you have 99 level, if you're level 99 in this new merchant skill, there's an item that you can only get by somebody who has that high level because it's not tradable outside of their stall. That would be a one way to get it, or you get untradable drops from monsters that are only sellable through your stall or through this new skill.
1: That could, that add, could be cool. Yeah. Like, add a new drop table. Add like a new global merchant drop table for things that, like, at a certain merchant level, you can sell that. Like, maybe they sell for like dog shit on the Grand Exchange. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's one of those like That's a time a investment, cap. like a time investment <laughs> thing, where like. Some people will sell them for you know, or they'll sell for like one or two GP on the GE, but they'll sell for you know, twenty five k if left at your merchant stall for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, like would, how would, you gain would XP? that would that theoretically no <laughs> just like raise the price? Maybe you gain XP from like just selling your wares. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like it's very commitment. hard to
1: think of a new a new skill. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine putting all the work in to think of a brand new skill and really wondering like, how could it benefit the game? This is going to be so good, and then some shitters who think this game was better in two thousand seven downvote it in the polls. Down with the polling system. Add a new skill. There was an entire
0: article that me and Dills were going to cover, but essentially, this um, this 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 journalist interviewed Mod Kieran and Mod Elena about the polling system and their thoughts on it and they talked about the fact that like they're really thinking about how to get a new skill in the game but like it's very hard to do with the polling system as it is so it's a great read i highly recommend it
1: integrity chain <laughs> actually what they did back in the day they added farming hunter construction and and all sorts Summoning. of stuff without asking any questions they just put it in the game that's so true. like
0: everybody was uh,
2: excited this,
1: for that though that's the that's the crazy part
0: <sighs> anyway guys thanks so much for the fun question eyewitness you'll see your postcard on the board next week and then oxy's postcards in the following weeks will be up there as well this is a giant giant postcard by the way like i think at size- the top of
1: it i think at the top i put Fuck it long postcard you did you really <laughs> did <laughs> that's awesome all right guys it is
0: the end of the episode thank you so much for listening this far in if you want to support us head over to the description of the episode it's going to be on any any podcast app that you listen to and on on youtube so check them out check us out in the description we have our patreon link we have our shop link i keep saying it every single week new merch should be there soon now that oxy is back we can go and actually finalize
1: some uh some people to, to hire to make new designs for the merch shop so yeah michael michael texted me he's like how would you feel about finding people on fiverr to do things with and i was out but not in like oh i'm out walking around on the streets i mean like i was at dinner or like about to get on a train or like the most inconvenient time possible <laughs> i'm like we will talk about it when i get home and <laughs> you get back yep so like he's this is not now. the time <laughs> I am I am back we have a lot of things to do
0: but yeah so thanks so much for everyone who listened again check us out in the description if you want to send us a postcard the address is in the description as well I've been streaming pretty week, you know pretty regularly so follow me on twitch you can follow oxy on twitch too if you want some uh if you want a good time check out oxy's youtube lots of great guides there if you want a better time check out michael's youtube <laughs> a dead series that will never be revived anyway X grasers it's been a great time We thank each and every one of you and uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.